Winter ABC 2021, Day 17 This is a corrective narrative to redefine the original context and concept of the term Slay Queen. It originally came from the Liptic community to describe the modern empowered, confident and intelligent woman of the 21st century. It was meant to celebrate women and function as a positive reaffirmation in support of all the ladies out there fighting against all odds to win. A prototype Slay Queen is an intelligent woman, grounded, hardworking, chic, stylish with a flair for extravagance. A woman rising above the stifling misogynoir by owning her identity, sexuality and unapologetically pursuing her dreams. A slay queen is the pinnacle of a successful woman, living her best life out of the confines of patriarchy without a care for male validation. This term was assassinated by the nervous custodians of patriarchy both men and women suffering from internalized misogyny. A powerful woman, Vicariously existing outside the repressive box of male domination is a threat to fragile masculinity. It is absurd to the narrow systematic oppressive nature of chauvinism. It is impossible to be sexist against a self-determined and assertive woman. The system strives on belittling and undermining women, so this terminology tipped the balance of power between two genders. They pulled out the oldest trick in the book, slut-shaming. In a man's world a successful woman has questionable morals and her achievements are attained through sexual exploits. It was easy to turn the term slay queen to derogatory connotations. A gold digger, scandalous, slow-witted, arrogant, low morals etc. It's mind-blowing how such an empowering concept was changed into a weapon to pull women down. The former first lady of America, Michelle Obama is a slay queen, so is Winnie Bayanima from Uganda who is the executive director of UNAIDS. Claire Akamanzi, CEO of Rwanda Development Board. Women slaying in every aspect of life, beautiful, fashion-forward, trendsetters, intelligent and accomplished. Queens in positions of power, thriving under the stormy weather of misogynoir. Taking each day by the neck without a single strand of hair out of place. The creed of slay queens is championing over stereotypes and acquiring a seat at the table of societal supremacy. Men were found shaking in their boots at girls portraying an extravagant life on social media. The hate is apparent from the angry reactions and accusations of whoredom. The power that exudes from women magnifies their own underachievement and triggers feelings of inferiority. Of course, an attractive and successful woman having breakfast at the Maldives will upset the guardians of patriarchy. Women should be at the mercy of men, not frolicking at the Bahamas in a two-piece bikini suit. After all men are the life-giving source of female existence, yawn, patriarchy hates it when it can't keep women in its suffocating confines, hates it when women can express themselves out of its borders and when women own their sexuality without male approval. So, what if she slept her way to the top? It does not invalidate the power of our sexuality that stupefies men to be led on a noose of a hanging vagina and easily dip in the bank for prospects of a good time. Who is the intelligent one in this informal manipulation of male sexuality to rise on the ladder? That is power. After all, the prostitution industry is only relevant because of the male consumers. It is still hard work and slut-shaming tactic of misogyny is a toothless bulldog in this era of self-consciousness. It is vital to promote women's self-worth and our capability to determine our own choices. It is a human right to influence social change for our benefit and that of others. The original slay queen culture encourages women to arise, to live within their rights so they can fairly pursue their dreams, to be positive, confident and happy. To all the ladies, assume your throne as a slay queen and wear that crown with pride. You are gorgeous, sexy and empowered. Rain.